What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From the Panther Pit. This is sports editor Ben Barkley. I'm joined once again by staff writer Daniel Stackhouse. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm doing really good, man. There's been a lot of stuff going on these past two weeks. Can't wait to break it down. Oh, yeah. Lots of stuff has gone on. First off, we'll just jump right into some action. Yesterday, our very own principal, Alan Leonard, and athletic director Shane Ratliff went up to GHSA to try to move, to appeal us down to 4A. And for, for a backstory here, region reclassification just happened. It's been four years since the last one. And uh, Leonard just wanted to try to get us to move down to 4A. And um, unfortunately, that got a vetoed, 16 nothing. So we're staying right where we are in 5A with McIntosh, Whitewater, and Griffin, but also now we get the addition of Harris County, Northside, and Northgate. So definitely new new region, new competition. Um, I'm kind of excited to see some of that new competition just because, like, first of all, it's kind of like since we're playing Harris County in football this Friday, which we'll get to later, it's kind of like got a taste of who we're going to be seeing these next few years. And as well as as well as for general, like, not moving – I kind of, I just like to mention that I kind of disagree with that because we are one of the smallest schools in, in all of 5A. We actually are the uh, the fifth smallest school in 5A. Right. So I was like, I'm surprised that it got shut down that badly. And uh, if you want to read more about this, I just posted a story about this. You can go check it out, probablynews.org. But uh, yeah, I'll um, hand it over to some Stackhouse for some cross country. So last so about two weeks ago we had the cross the cross country state meet. We got we got the boys placed second and the girls getting fourth. This this time for the boys, a new face emerges as number one, Cole Novi, leading the boys eleventh overall, time seventeen twenty four. Then Evan McConnell, fresh a freshman, was six, placed sixteenth overall, seventeen forty, and Mozilla coming in nineteenth overall, seventeen seventeen forty five. And we got the girls, Darby Olive, as we kind of expect, leading the team, placing seventh overall with the time of 1958. The girl we've talked about so many times on the show, freshman Haley Ross, 15th overall, 20 minutes, 42 seconds. And Allie Walker got 31st overall. And, yeah, pretty good showing from our, from our cross-country team. And those, those two freshmen, Evan McConnell and Haley Ross, I mean, that just proves that this team has a bright future with and just all these people that finished at the top here are not seniors. That's a, that's a surprise. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. The seniors are still gave many contributions to this team, but the underclassmen just really stepped up here at this state meet. Absolutely. And if you didn't get a chance to see your team race yet, they're going to be racing in the meet of champions this Saturday at Heritage. If you haven't seen our, our cross-country team race a single, a single time yet, there's your final chance. Yeah, come out to Heritage Saturday morning. They'd really appreciate that. And if, like Sacco said, if you haven't had a chance to see them, you could see just how fast our Panthers can be. And I'll, I'll also take it over to Stackhouse for some cheer. Cheer. Uh, it's been a, like it's been an adventure as their slogan has been this entire season. Two weeks ago, they went over to Putnam, and things kind of just didn't work. Didn't work out. We didn't place at all, and there was like this kind of a situation of what was going on. But and there was questions of what was going to be happening in region, but region came along and we placed second place behind Macintosh. And when you look at how good Macintosh Macintosh's cheer, cheer team is, like it, that that's incredible. 
And so I decided I decided that I'd be able to coach McNally, head of the cheer team, about all this, and here's what she had to say. Um, last week was rough. It was very, very rough. Uh, we were all very disappointed. And so um, we had a, a difficult week, and then we had another injury last week. And so, um, so we had to put in another girl. Um, we did another replacement this past week. So it was difficult. The girls worked super, super hard, and we worked on motivation all week. That was kind of the key of the week. And, um, and the girls performed better than they have ever performed the, the whole entire season. And they, they just nailed the routine this past week. They did exactly what we've been hoping and wanting and looking for them to do all season long. And they were extremely proud of themselves and I was extremely proud of them. And um, that's what we've been waiting for. So let's kind of reiterate, how do you feel like that the region meet, like can, can define how how well this team can perform? It's, it's what I've been waiting for. It's, I knew that they could do it. I've been waiting for them to do it. Um, I think that they just needed to have that confidence in themselves. So I'm sorry that it took them this long to do it, but um, I guess better late than never. And um, this, this coming weekend is when it really counts. So um, I just wanna use that momentum to get us through this week and I want them to, to feel that, that positivity and that energy and how awesome it feels to, to hit their routine and take that with them this weekend and feel that um, Friday and again on Saturday and, and just repeat that same performance, but, but better. We're heading near the end of the adventure with State Week. It's been, a, it's been a crazy adventure. How do you feel going into State Week? I feel really good. I would not have felt as good um, last week, but now I feel, I feel good because I think that they feel good. And um, it's, it's an incredible feeling. It's, it's, what, it's what I have been wanting for them the entire season. And I could, I could see it on their faces and um, I could just feel their energy. So I'm really excited about practice this week. And um, I'm just excited because it's a fun week for them. And now I feel like they can, they can really enjoy it because they, they have um, a, a taste of what it feels like to, to know that they are completely capable of hitting this routine. And um, I just want them to, to continue to do it, to continue to work hard and just want to do it more and better throughout the week and, and into the weekend. So yeah, she is very hopeful and very excited that this is a bit, that this is a way things have been able to go. There's a lot of optimism going in with the team this weekend, and I'm very excited to see how this team grows. So yeah, they got State, I believe, this, this for Saturday. Saturday. Sectionals is Friday, and State is Saturday. Yeah, so wherever that is, I don't know if it's in Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, you, once again. If you guys want to go up to go down to Columbus, Georgia, try and support your cheerleaders for all the cheering they gave us, try and, try and make it down. Yeah, they'd really appreciate that. So I'm going to kick it off with some swimming. Uh, you know, we had our first meet last week over at Kedron. We'll try and meet against Sandy Creek and Fayette County. And uh, Sandy Creek and Fayette County, albeit they do have some good swimmers on that team, they're just extremely small. You know, we we cap at 41. And uh, Fayette County has about 12. Sandy Creek just has a little bit more than that. And But, uh, you know, it was just a completely dominant showing. We killed tremendously and – 
it, it was just a great challenge from us. I kind of want to ask, like, how do you feel about, like, of all the talent you've got on that team? How do you personally feel about that? Uh, you know, the talent, you know, it helps a lot. You know, we I've said this many times before, you know, we lose a lot of talent every year when it comes to seniors. But, um, you know, those underclassmen, mainly those freshmen, you know, they're just insanely fast. And it's just like, you know, our streak is just going to continue. And um, so we have our first big invitational down in Jonesboro, big splash. This is kind of really our first big test of the year, you know, lots of teams there. We haven't met Macintosh yet, and they'll be there. Macintosh usually our toughest competition, but um, hopefully, yeah, we come out with another victory. I'm excited to see what you guys do there. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'll let you – you've been following basketball for the first couple games of the season, so I'll let you take it away there. Yes, sir. I was there when the season kicked things off, when both teams kicked things off with Ola. Uh, the girls beat the girls won sixty. Sorry, fifty six to thirty five, and you know, pretty solid win. I had the opportunity to talk to both to Allison Hudson or senior Allison Hudson, sophomore Jacqueline Hester, and head coach Emily Sweeney after that game just to get them all their thoughts about kicking off a season like that. Here's what they had to say. Why do you think things start so slowly, and what happened for the team to pick up momentum quickly? No, you can go. You want me to go? Go ahead. Okay. Either, either one. Um, well, at the beginning, we didn't really know what they were trying, like, gonna do at first. So once we got the hang of how they were playing, our pace started to pick up. Yeah, I think that uh, we just got like everything together, like after a couple minutes, and started playing like we usually do and hustling more. And yeah, might as well include you, Sweeney, since you're here. Uh, <laughs> so I was telling them things started off pretty slowly, but picked up really quickly. Uh, why do you think things start so slowly, and what happened for you guys to pick things up so quickly? Um, I think, you know, it's the first game, so I'm sure people had a little nervous jitters. Um, and it's been a long time since they played a basketball game. Um, so just working out the kinks and, and learning, um, especially adding a, fifth, a new fifth person. Um, once they figured that out and got their rhythm going, it picked up. And so uh, how do you guys feel about being able to run over Ola for the majority of the game? Pretty good about it. Yeah, I'm happy with Pretty the first game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. I'm very proud of it. It's been likes and things, that's all. So what do you guys think that this first win says about your team and how, how you guys want to take on this season? Um, we definitely have a lot of work to do and put in, but for right now I feel pretty confident about how we will be in the region and state championship, like not championship, but tournament. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I think that um, it kind of like set the tone for like the rest of the games. Just like uh, in like the regular season, and I think that um, that will be good, or that we'll keep working hard throughout the rest of the games. Coach Sweeney, uh, we didn't get a scrimmage this year, so uh, this kind of, I mean, kind of is our first get all the the kinks out. Um, so it was nice that they could come out and finish the job, and they they started to creep back there for a second, uh, and just knowing that they could um, put the nail nail in it to end it was nice. So let's talk individual performance real quick. I'll start with you, Jacqueline. You had a bunch of threes that helped kickstart the team, kickstart the team to pick up, pick things up. How do you feel being able to start things off like that? Um, good. I'm happy with uh, how I play and everything. But you know, I have to like keep like working on like certain stuff, like defense and even shooting and everything like that. And you played all around solid game. How do you feel? Just being able to do you as always. Uh, well, I try my hardest on like every play, and I just keep hustling and just keep doing what I do, and it's, I don't know, it pays off. And I don't think you play on the court, so I'm just gonna ask. <laughs> uh, 
How do you feel overall about the team's performance today? Um, I was really proud of them. Um, having Allison and Ryan and all the seniors step up and be leaders was really nice. Um, you know, Allison kind of facilitate what goes on on the court. Um, having Ashton do things she normally doesn't do um, was really nice. Jacqueline, you know, her shooting's great. We had a lot of other people step up that um, need to step up in order for us to be successful. Um, I saw a lot of good things. I got to see a lot of people play. So, um, that's no problem. The general process and thought process that I thought that I kind of took away from that is that they had still have a lot of kings to work out. And as Sweeney said, this they didn't have a scrimmage. So this is their first opportunity to really get everything worked out. And I mean that that girls team, you know, just haven't seen them play yet this season, but they they have a ton of talent on that team. Allison, Jacqueline Hester, you got Ashton Lowey, and uh, lots of others, you know, and it's just that talent is meshing together, I think, quite well to start the season. And like it's something that I feel like I hasn't been said as well because I haven't had the opportunity to say is that this team has a lot of flexibility. And it's something that when I was talking with Coach Sweeney yesterday, it's something that she said that there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people on that team. Not only that, the amount of people that there's different people that can fit a different bill on that team and. She said having that is such a such a big help when she can know which player is going to work in which situation. Like having that flexibility is just like she it's just incredible like being able to work players in. Yeah, and uh, the boys, I know they had luck in that Ola game, but that uh, that Sandy Creek game. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, Sandy Creek's like number one in the state. Yeah, they're one of the best teams in the state, so kind of take that loss with a grain of salt. So they lost 60 to 25. Girls won that game against Sandy Creek 51 to 41, by the way. Yes, they did. And so, I mean, I want to just say, like, this team still, I feel like the boys specifically, uh, if you guys have listened to my podcast once the season kicked off, I was talking about how I was mentioning how this team had a lot of, like, it was a new head coach, new approach. That's like the main. That's like the main line you could think of with this team. So when you when you go up against a team like like, like Sandy Creek, they get that opportunity to figure out what exactly they can work they can work and make better. And I talked to Coach Reeves after that game to see what he was thinking. And here's what he had to say. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Sandy Creek kind of uh, they stepped up and played some good tough defense with some really good athletes. To be honest with you, our lack of production was primarily due to the defensive pressure they put on us. Um, you know, they came out early. We just missed some shots. We had good shots. We didn't make a lot of them. Um, but then they kind of tuned up the defense a little bit. They uh, they pressured us. They turned us over. I think we had 15, 16 turnovers in the first half. So that definitely will contribute to a lack of production. Uh, and then when you got you know, obviously a couple D one dudes on the other side of the court, it's kind of tough too. Sorry, I had arms there. Um, yeah, so it kind of uh, it was just kind of a little rough for us right there in the, in the first half, uh, the first quarter. Like I said, they they kind of pulled up with a full court press, um, got us out of our rhythm offensively. We got a lot of one pass, one shot possessions. Uh, they came down, capitalized on those things, and that'll that'll get a lot of separation right off the bat. Defensively, I don't think we played awful. You know, if you told me that we would have held you know superstar to to nineteen points, uh, I would have been like, great, we we played a really good ball game. We just you know we struggled on the offensive end. Uh, with their pressure, to be honest with you. And like I said, you can always have a good game plan until you get hit in the mouth, and, and their pressure was definitely a, kind of a punch in the mouth right off the bat. So uh, we just got to figure out a way to, uh, you know, because they're, they're ranked number one in 4A or whatever they are. You know, we just got to figure out a way to, you know, handle that kind of pressure and actually get ourselves into good offensive sets when we see that kind of pressure. 
And what did you want? What did what do you want? What did you want the boys to take away from last night? Well, I mean, you know, we, we've got to, you know, like I said, that kind of intensity. The, the main thing is when you see that kind of intensity on the defensive end to make sure that we're trying to mirror that in practice. Because, like I said, if we're preparing for that, um, you know, kind of pressure, then we have to be able to do it in practice and we have to work each other hard. So, like I said, the main thing that we get out of that is, you know, how hard are we working compared to what you see on the court? Because if our practices are easier than what you're seeing on the court, then we're not doing enough in practice to work hard. So, like I said, I, you know, I wanted them to know, like I said, obviously they're a good team on the other side, and it's not like we just lost to, um, you know, somebody we should have beaten easily or anything. But if you're going to be that elite level team, that's what you have to do, and that's, you know, like I said, the intensity you have to bring in practice every day. And so as a coach, what do you think you can take from that game and use when you play East Coweta, another really good program? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, as a coach, you kind of look at the defenses that we play. We look at you know, our rotations, the – you know, to be honest with you, the substitution patterns, you, know, you kind of have to figure out who works really well together, um, who had a good game, who had a bad game. You know, like I said, you know, you look at it and say, do they have a good game based on what the other team was doing or are they just playing good basketball right now? So like I said, we as a, as a coaching staff will look at, you know, our substitution patterns, what we did defensively, what we did well, and uh, and what we needed. Like I said, because it's a quick turnaround, we got them tomorrow, so that means we got to jump right back at it today at practice. And like I said, figure out what we did poorly yesterday. Obviously, the turnovers. So we're going to look at really pressuring up. Um, you know, getting into you know they ran man against us. What we can do against a man uh, defense that pushes us that far out because it wasn't just a man defense. It was a man defense that was, you know, pushed you thirty feet away from the basket. You know, what what kind of offense? And our second half offense looked a lot better. We made some adjustments at halftime, but we got to be able to make those adjustments mid first quarter instead of you know after getting beat up for first sixteen minutes. So Coach Reeves is a man that he can. He's always thinking. He's all, he's a very knowledgeable man about his about his sport. So when you when you know you have a guy like him at the helm, it's interesting what they're going to be able to do. And I mean, this is what the boys team was expecting. You know, there's going to be growing pains. You know, with a new new head coach in a new system, and you know, I've seen what the talent on that team, and then, you know, it's just like the girls. They have it there. They just need to you know find an identity. Through, throughout the season, and I believe that they will find that identity. And I feel I, I believe you. I agree. There's definitely we definitely. I, I hope we don't have to wait long to see that happen, mm-hmm. but I'm sure we'll be able to see it happen. So uh, we have both the boys and the girls travel down to Coweta to take on another dominant team in East Coweta, number four in the state, at least for the boys. So you know another tough matchup for those boys, but you know just another learning opportunity. You know what do. This game, what do we have to do in order to be more successful come region play with McIntosh, Whitewater, Griffin, all that? I think it's a great opportunity to be playing all these tough teams. And even though, like, it may be embarrassing from a fan's perspective of getting beat down like that, hey, there's a lot that that team can look at to improve. When they get in the region games that really matter, mm-hmm. they can show up. Absolutely. So basketball kicking off. We'll give you some more stuff next episode when the season really starts to kicking the high gear, but I'm going to go into some football. <laughs> what a last couple of games, specifically um, two weeks ago against Riverdale. This was basically a region championship game. Close game, went into overtime, and uh, I'll tell you how it went into overtime. Riverdale had this – their kicker had basically a chip shot from the 25-20 yard line. Three straight timeouts by Coach Phillips. We iced him, and I could tell I was on the sideline. Third timeout, their kicker goes – what the heck with his hands and I knew it's like there's no way he's making this kick and he just like I predicted he missed it wide left and overtime football there on a chilly Saturday night 
And then, you know, they do get a touchdown to start. They get the ball first, but then their kicker misses on PAT wide left. That's like a little aftershock from the potential game winner in regulation. But then, you know, we score, and then it's up to Christian Castillo to kick simple PAT and, you know, money. And that gave us a good 42-41 win. It brought us back up in the region. It's great to have a guy like Castillo. Let me just mention real quick. He's only missed a single PAT this season. He's definitely a wonderful PAT. Yeah, it showed. Castillo and Connor Mark as well, you know. Everyone thought, oh, who's going to be our kicker? Our kicker's going to be weak now that Michael Lance is gone. But, you know, Coach Phillips did his homework, and he got two more soccer players to take the helm of kicking some balls. And then uh, we got – we had Fayette County last week, and that was just a, an absolute wrecking ball of a game. It was 49-7, to something – Interesting that happened in that game. I don't think it's happened in any game this season. All seven touchdowns were scored by seven different players. Wow. Which I, I don't think's happened at all this season. We had Kalen Sims had a touchdown, Ben Bodney, Owen Phillips, Jimmy Elling, a sophomore, Brandon Mathis, Carson Kalen, and then someone else, but I forgot. But you're still important too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that was just a complete game. Offense was there, and the defense just – they wouldn't let Fayette County go anywhere. And I know their good quarterback, Jacoby Coleman, was hurt, and they had a little sophomore out there. And you could tell the the pressure was was there for him. And so I talked to Coach Phillips after that historic win, and here's what he had to say. It's great for – it's good because, you know, in high school football, you can only win a region championship or a state championship. And to win a, a championship at all – is a major accomplishment. I'm just happy for our boys that they have developed a superior work habit. You know, they're selfless, they're accountable, they're mentally tough. They're learning some traits that are really going to stay with them forever. And that's the good thing about it. So, Kalen eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark on the season. How yeah. proud are you of him for that well, milestone? You know, it took him two or three games to get over that injury from last year. You could almost see he was a little timid. Sandy Creek game, I, th- I thought he really started looking like he did last year. And then he just got better and better and more confident and more confident. He's running better now than he ever has in his career. So now you guys host first round of state next week. What are you guys going to do in order to make a statement there? Well, we're going to revisit our failures from last year and get ready to play. I mean, we I felt like looking back, we maybe fell in the trap of taking a, an opponent lightly. And uh, we'll never do that again. And I think our football team is mature enough to not do that. So we're going we're gonna to do everything we need to do to put us in a position to win. You know, Harris County's a, a good football team. they got some very good athletes. So we'll, just, we'll do what we've been doing and get ready to play. So, yeah, I forgot to mention that win gives us our history-clinching fourth straight region championship. And now the seniors are the first class in school history to win the title all four years of high school, which is just a, a huge deal. It just t- tells that seniors work, work ethic. That is something really incredible. And uh, so, something else, you know, Kalen Sims, he had a hundred yards and a touchdown in that game. But with those hundred yards, he was able to break the 1000 yard rushing, <laughs> rushing yards in the season again for the second straight time. And I talked to Kalen after that game and, Here's what he had to say. Hey, man, it felt good, you know, coming into the season. Everybody was doubting us, you know, saying that we weren't going to be able to do it. But, you know, we just kept working hard all off season, all during the season. We started off a little 
shaky, but you know, we just kept our minds to it and it paid off in the end. And I couldn't ask for a better senior night. So you actually you eclipsed the thousand yards on the season, Mark. How how are you feeling about that milestone? Oh uh, man, it's a great honor. You know, this is my second year getting a thousand plus yards, and I just got to get all the thanks to my old line, to my coaches, and my quarterback. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have none of these yards. So yeah, just like um, Kalen started off a little slow mm-hmm. in non-region play, and that was because you know injured his foot last year in the first round of state feeling a little timid and I was like, I don't want to re-injure this foot. But I talked to Coach Phillips about that as well. And, you know, I agree with what he said. That Sandy Creek game was like, oh, he's – this is the Kalen that we once knew from last year. And he may have done – my opinion, he did even better than he did last season. I mean, like, consider – I mean, when you consider how he started – yeah, I definitely agree. Like he, the, that, those numbers kind of came from the entire season. But when you know, like when he started coming back, like near the mid, near like midseason, and he he was producing that. Wow. I mean, you know, sure, Cart Kalen, you know, last season started off, you know, hundred yards, hundred yards, two hundred yards, all that. But, you know, I think he just had a lot more inspired to break that come region play. I think one game he had at least three hundred yards rushing and a lot of. I think now he has 40 touchdowns in his career here, which is just, you know, he's going to be a tough talent to replace there Mm -hmm. as the lead back on that attack. So now um, playoffs start. Tomorrow we drew a number one seed, and we got a familiar face that will become a familiar face next season in Harris County, who is the four seed from Region 1. Of course, we we all know what happened last year in the first round against New Hampstead, but, you know, I talked to Coach Phillips about that, you know, how – how are you going to get out of the first round this year? And, you know, they they learned that they'll never take an opponent for granted, you know, four seed, one seed, whatever. They're mature enough to, you know, they're mature enough to never let that happen again, is what Phillips told me. You know, I'm expecting a, another thrashing and a move on to the second round. And the fact of not taking these opponents for granted, I feel like that's even important because they're in the, that same region with Bainbridge, and who's one of the best teams? I think reigning state champions, I believe. Yeah, they have a they have a lot of talent in that in that region, and the fact that they came out fourth, they're going to be a tough team, and it's going to be a good test of what this team can do when the big boys start coming in. Mm-hmm. So uh, that game's at home tomorrow, seven seven thirty kickoff time. Come on, guys, you got you got to come out. It's playoff football now. You know, it's it's a one game season now. You, you got to come out. Absolutely. So uh, I think that I think that's all we got. Anything else from you, Stackhouse? I mean, no. I mean, like we're starting we're starting some basketball, starting swimming. We're ending we're ending a lot of the fall yeah, sports. This is now the the time when fall sports are really start really on the decline. Now winter sports are starting to take some precedence. Now it's only football. I mean, every other fall sports gone. So I mean, we had a lot of fun with that, but let's see what kind of fun we can have with these winter sports. Oh, absolutely. So for myself and Stackhouse, thank you guys for listening. Go Panthers.